so you're quite philosophically minded, but you know that's okay. But this this really isn't like a like it's not really a belief thing. It's not a belief system. It's a it's a do. Mm. It's a do and experience thing. Like you know what so, you were talking about today, Christina. So you don't. You know, like not thinking about it so much. Just I mean, it's, it's it's not it's not it's not like you shouldn't think about it, but it's like you you know. You got. You just got to understand that um, you're not going to be able to uh, experience anything by thinking about it. You have to. You have to apply it. You know. So it's good. I mean, philosophy is good. You know, it's good to learn about what you're doing and everything that. I mean, you have to. In order to do anything, to do any action, you have to have some faith in it in order to do it. Right. Like. Um, if I'm gonna, uh, you know, go on a, a weight loss diet, you know, if I'm gonna follow a particular regime of eating, you know, particular foods, uh, you know, I have to have faith in the person who who told me about the diet that it actually works, right? Yeah. So I got to learn about the diet, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be stupid and just do whatever he says. I'm gonna learn about it and weigh it up and see if it's if it makes sense and it's worthwhile, and and then you know the then then I'm I'm gonna by this, uh, by learning about the, the philosophy of the, the weight loss program, you know, then I, then I see the logic in it, or I reject it, right, and then I apply accordingly, right, so, you know, it's, it's good to ask questions and stuff, but, um, and, uh, it's good to learn the philosophy, of course, but, uh, you should do it side by side with practicing as well, you know. I agree yeah. as well. It's just I think I get really caught up just just my experiences, you know, of my life have been so that way inclined that you know I get caught up in that and I'm aware of it and it's just it's not it's not really it's not it's not really a, a, a bad thing, but it's, um, if that's, if, if that, I just can't breathe in here and stuff again. Well, you can, can turn it up, up a bit if you want the heat. <laughs> What's that? What? No, 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 do you not realize it, but you are quite funny. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> You're talking about, um. Oh, it's okay being philosophical. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. Like this. No, I don't the, 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 the question too much. That's the thing. Yeah. Know? No, no. It's it's actually kind of good. Questions are good. It's not, it's not. It's not. It's not bad. It's good to question. And um. But at the same time, you should know the limitations of your mind. You know, the the mind is limited in what it can comprehend. Yeah. There's. Some things are just beyond the mind. You can't. You can't. It doesn't matter how much someone tries to explain to you, if you don't experience, then you're not going to be able to understand. You know, like if you've if you've been in a in a in a house, like in a room, your whole life, you've never been outside, or you've been in a prison, right? You you spend your whole life in a prison. All you see is electric light, right? You don't see the sun. And and uh, you know, someone came from the outside, and he's trying to describe to you the sun, the sunrise. You know, the experience of seeing a sunrise. You know, the 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 way it feels on your in your mind and how beautiful it is and all that, like, it, you're, you're not going to be able to conceive it. You know, you have to conceive of it. You can't do it. You have to, you actually have to experience it, and then you know. 
you know it's not it's not it's not on the mental level you're not going to be able to wrap your head around it you just have to experience the sunrise and then you'll know about it you know you'll you'll you'll, you'll have it from experience from direct perception oh, i know what the sunrise is now i know what it is you know so spiritual life is exactly like that you know spiritual realization spiritual happiness spiritual love this is all like this is all on the level of of experience you're not going to be able to wrap your head around it you know but at the same time uh you know the philosophy of bhakti yoga you know when something's when something is uh It's really interesting how when something is true, it's very clear and easy to understand, and it's very um, straightforward. And you notice when something is a lie, it's just so confusing, and it's just like, what the hell are you talking about? Like when I had a, you know, when you watch when you watch the news and you watch the government version of what's going on in in the Middle East, right? I mean, since you from the media, you get the government version, you know, and and it just doesn't make sense. It's like, well, why the hell are you guys spending all this money? All these these lives are getting wasted, and for for that, right? It's not nothing even to do with us, right? According to the government story, you know, they're they're going to attack some dictator because he's bad or something, right? That's what they tell us, right? And it doesn't make sense, right? Why would you spend so much money and energy and waste so many lives to go do that, right? But then you hear about the truth that they're really, you know, there's some other selfish interest that they have oh that makes sense right and the truth is much more simpler than the non-truth you know what i mean so you know if somebody has like so um you know if you've been if you've been listening to nothing but uh non-truth it just gets super fucking confusing you know you just don't it's you can't understand it. it doesn't really make sense it doesn't fit but if something's true, it's simple, easy to understand, makes sense, everything fits. Yes. You know? So asking asking questions uh, is necessary because it, it develops this, this faith that oh this is true, it makes sense, right? It's true, this make this I understand now, you know? So so it's good in that way, you know. That's it's 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 great to ask questions. It's not there's no problem there. Um, but at the same time, a person must understand the limitations of being able to understand everything simply by philosophy. Yes. They must experience at the same time. That's why we don't teach uh, just yoga philosophy. We teach yoga philosophy. Uh, side by side with mantra meditation because the yoga philosophy uh, is meant uh, to inspire well it's not all it's meant for but it's it's meant to inspire um, someone to take up the practice you know that's why we say it that's why we have talks on, on yoga philosophy is because it, in, it makes it's nice to hear and it, it, it makes people enthusiastic to to um, to take up take on the process you know we're not interested in trying to start a religion or trying to um make you know uh, you know bring up a new set of beliefs or dogma that people for people to listen to that's not what we're we're not trying to start a belief system here you know the the yoga system is a system where you apply and then you apply and then you experience you know but you nobody's going to apply anything uh 
without no, you know, no, no intelligent person is going to just apply uh, without hearing why or you know, knowing why they're doing it. People have to know what, why they're doing what they're doing, right? safe and we're quite protected because it's like a three three prong system of acquiring knowledge there's there's one is um, through Shastra or scripture right so the this isn't a made-up opinion thing this is uh, in this is uh, from the ancient Vedic scriptures this process of yoga it's not a it's not somebody's opinion you know it's God's opinion it's Krishna's opinion been, it's, it's, a, it's a system that's been laid, laid down by Krishna and by God, you know, for thousands and thousands of years, and and um, the so we hear from Scripture. That's number one. Number two is we hear from someone who's realized the conclusions of the Scripture, that a self-realized soul, self-realized yogi. So this is not somebody who's who's gained knowledge from a book or uh, he's learned he's learned in other words it's not his opinion it's not it's not like he formed uh, an opinion based on you know he had a bunch a bunch of different bunch of yeah exactly a bunch of different things he's read and then came up with his own philosophy you know it's not his it's not his own philosophy it's been it's been passed down he he learned from his spiritual master my spiritual master is um, his name is a Siddhasarupananda. His guru is Bhaktivedanta Swami. His guru is Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. Uh, Goraka Shordas Babaji and Bhaktivedanta Thakur. There's a long line of realized yoga masters. And if you read and their works, these people's works, you'll be. It, it's amazing. The uh, is there a bird in here or something? Yeah. There. If you hear the the. Um, the fuck I can't concentrate with that fucking bird oh, I'm sorry but that's just, just the way it is <laughs> anyway so so this means nothing to you right now because you don't know who these people are but if you were to if you were to actually read their writings and 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 see these are like super spiritual giants oh, that's a cool way to put it it's it's amazing you, you, you'd never I can't even put into words the um, authoritativeness and spiritual realization of these people so this and this line of teachers this line of yoga masters realized yogis starts with Krishna himself see it's God God's he tells it to um, someone and that person realizes it 
he, he passes it to the next person. He passes it to the next person. It's called parampara, this disciplic succession. So we have this. We have the this. We have guru. We have the scripture, and we have the the third leg to stand on is the Lord in the heart, the parama. So within everybody's heart, God is there in the heart, uh, confirming or rejecting what's being told. You know. That's why sometimes you hear something and you feel a little bit uneasy with it. Even though your mind may agree, you feel uneasy, you know? This, uh, you're not feeling uh, confirmation within, you see? Now, in the beginning, when we're, we're not very... Uh, in, in, when you progress in uh, yoga, your ability to hear God within your heart increases. You're able to hear more clearly. But in the beginning, it's hard to distinguish between the heart and the mind. Sometimes you think it's the heart. Sometimes you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's real. Right? So that's why we have the other two to check. You see? You have Guru and you have Scripture. If you have just God in your heart and you have just um, Scripture, you're still trying to figure it out what this means. You're, you're speculating, trying to understand. But if you have a living representative of the Scripture and of God in the heart, then uh, you have some person that can confirm or reject what you're being told, what, what you're thinking, and can explain to you why. And then he explains, and then you see, oh yes, this is true. God confirms it in the heart, and it's there plainly laid out in the scripture, you see? So, uh, now, so there's many, many, just because somebody calls himself a guru, Anybody can just do that, right? But a, a real guru, there's certain qualifications that that must be there, certain characteristics of an actual guru. Number one, he has no desire to enjoy material, the material world. Or oh, he has he's 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 conquered over material uh, lust and material lamentation. He's not he's not he's not pulled by the world, and he's not he's not depressed when things don't go his way. You know, he's He's above this pole of material, the material world, right? So this is number one. This must be there. If, there. if this person is not, if this person is under the laws of material nature, controlled by material nature in this way, then he cannot be a bona fide guru, cannot be a real guru. Because a real guru is tasting um, a happiness that's far greater than um, the happiness of this world. You see, so he's fixed in the, he's he's actually appears to be in the world, but he's not in the world. He's he's actually a resident of the spiritual world. He's he's, he's here. Yeah, he's here, but yeah. he's he's not. His consciousness is not here. His his, his happiness. His he doesn't have material des, material uh, desires to achieve things like everybody here. We, you know, we all think the next thing is going to make us happy, so we work towards that. You know, and then he doesn't have these materialistic goals. His only desire is to serve Krishna. See, this is a, this is a, a, a you know, the, the hallmark of a guru, of a bona fide guru. So this is very difficult to find. Most of the ones you, you find, like, they're just trying to play God, trying to have followers. This is material worship, material happiness. You see, this is, so a real guru is beyond this. He's not, he's not, he's not in it for the, fu the fame or the money or the adoration. He's in it simply, he's, he's, He's playing the role of Guru simply as his service to Krishna. His only desire is to serve Krishna.
So, uh, and um, he must have a teach. He must. He must have himself accepted a guru. You see, the guru is not self-made. You know, it's it's hypocritical to teach somebody, but you yourself, you don't have a teacher. You see, so the there's many. You know, the 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 Christian so-called Christian religion is like this. It's full of people that. Um, they, 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 they go around saying you don't need a guru yeah. um, you, you have Jesus in your heart yeah. and you have the scripture yeah. but then so then you must ask them well why, are you, why do I need you then why are you teaching me mm. you see mm. you're teaching me I don't need a guru so you're playing guru here yeah. you see what I mean yeah. oh but come to my come to my church why, why your church you see what I mean it's hypocritical mm. we admit I teach. I'm teaching, but I'm not teaching. Uh, but I'm teaching because I'm simply passing on what I've learned, right? I'm not making it up, yeah. right? I'm not a self-made teacher, right? So a guru is not self-made. A guru, is, a guru is passing down uh, what he has learned from his guru. The guru is always a disciple. The guru is always the disciple of his guru. You see, there's no. You see what I mean? Yeah. So he's, he's simply passing down what Krishna gave. Krishna gave a mango, the mango of the sweetness of love for himself and the method of how to do it. And then one person has achieved it, you know? And then that person then passes the knowledge down to the next person, right? And he's simply acting as a servant, like that, you see? He's, so this is, a guru is not, a, a guru, in order to teach and not be hip, hypocrite, a person must himself have a teacher. You see what I mean? So it's it's simply passing down the simple truth and the method to achieve it. That's all. Anyway, this is there's many, um, but these this is the main main kind of you know the, the the two main things that is a person should really look out for when trying to find this qualified guru. Is this person self-made? Is he, does he, is, anyway, is he, is he acting hypocritically by teaching? You know, saying you don't need a teacher, but he himself by the very act is teaching, being a hypocrite? And, and the person must be uh, a, a, the very rare find of someone who's uh, conquered over material, material uh, desires. He's not he does, he's, he's free from material desires and lamentation. Lamentation means feeling sad because he doesn't have something that he wants. You see? Many people are... <laughs> like the person today, she's conquered over material desires. The person wanted to kill herself. But she's depressed. You know, she hasn't conquered over the lamentation part of it. You know, you can see, oh, this person's... You know, it's not just material desires that... Um, a person must conquer is over the lamentation as well, you know. Like she, she has no material desire. She doesn't want to live in this world, you know. But she's not a bona fide guru because of that, because she's still miserable, you know. So, so to find such a person is really rare, but they do exist. You know, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Um, Hear from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth. So 
the self-realized soul, someone, you can be self-realized, it's possible. There's, there's people that are self-realized. And that's Krishna's advice in the Bhagavad Gita, to find, the, find such a person. He doesn't tell you to do something that you can't do, that's not possible to do. So it's possible for us. Now it's our business is to find such a person who's fixing the truth, who knows the truth. Just like in any, any if you want to become a, an expert computer programmer, good luck doing it by yourself. You need to find somebody who knows about computer programming, you know, and then they'll be able to teach you how to, you know, how to do it. And then you, this is the way to learn, right? You find somebody who, who's expert yeah. and then you learn from them, yeah. right? So spiritual life is no different. You're not meant to just try to figure it all out by yourself. You're meant to find somebody who knows, who's fixed in it. You see? Thank uh, you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just... I don't know, you just say things sometimes and it just rings true and it's like, yes, okay. Well, I didn't make it up. I learned from my spiritual master. So, you have all these people trying to figure it out by themselves. And they, they're bound to come up with all kinds of, because they're conditioned by material nature. They don't even know that they're not the, you know, they don't even know anything. The first things to learn, number one, I'm not the body. Second thing, I'm not God. I'm dominated by material nature. I'm, I'm controlled by material nature. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm subject to illusion. You see, I'm not, I'm not above illusion. My my mind is, has the uh, tendency to make mistakes. Tendency to be illusion. You see, uh, uh, tendency to cheat. All these different things. Our mind has the, the. So so anytime we try to figure something out. We've got all these fucking things hanging over our head. So we're bound to make mistakes, you know? It's impossible to, to, to just try to figure it out all by ourselves, you see? So this is why we follow the system of descending knowledge, not ascending, not trying to ascend to the truth, but we accept the truth as it's coming down, you see? So our business is, especially, you know, in, like you and you're your starting out, is to consider what's being said, contemplate it within your heart. Is this true? Is this not true? Does this make sense? You see? And so you have God in your heart, but you also have scripture. You also, you know, so you have these three checking ways, you know, these three, this, this three-pronged system of checking. Yeah. yeah. But like this, I mean, our, our society too doesn't sort of, You know why they do that? They do that so they can exploit you, so they can make money off of you. When people don't have, when people don't live by a moral code, they live by whatever their senses want. And you know what happens when you live by whatever your senses want? You become the slave of those who control the things that the senses want. <laughs> That's so the media makes a conscious effort uh, to make everybody feel like they know what's best for themselves. That's why you know they. Uh, this, this idea is consciously put in there by the media. They want you to think that you know what's best for yourself, and they mm -hmm. don't, they, they don't want you to accept um, uh, the scriptures. They, that's why that's why people who who accept scriptures are shunned by the media. You know, they're made yes. to look like crazy people, yes, yes. right? Because when when you become because the people who live by moral moral code are not so dragged around by their senses. You see. Uh, they 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 live 
strictly according to what they should do and shouldn't do, not what their senses want, right? Yeah. As soon as you become, as soon as you start thinking, oh, I know what I, I know, I don't need the scriptures, I don't need God, I just do what I want to do. What that means is you're going to do whatever the senses want you to do. And when you do what the senses want you to do, then you become, uh, you're, you're basically you're a slave by the senses and the senses just get pulled around by the by the marketers, yes. you know, and then you become, you become their slave, yes. you know, so they don't want you to become the, ser they don't want you to be the servant of God and be self-satisfied and happy within. They want you to, to, they want your money. So they're going to, they're going to try to make you feel that you know what's best for yourself. Don't listen to the scriptures. Just listen to your senses. And then, and, and then they got all the goodies there and you know, and then you go from the worst thing about, you know, when, you know, when you're, when you're in business and you're trying to sell somebody something, yeah. the worst thing is when they're satisfied, right? When they're satisfied with what they have, because then you can't sell them anything, yes. right? Yes. So, so <laughs> when, so you want them to become uh, slaves of their senses, whatever the senses want, you just go for it do it it'll make you feel good when you when you when you eat this magnum bar you're going to be f floating in an ocean of happiness of chocolate and vanilla and it's going to be so wonderful just come get this magnum bar yeah and then you're like yes <laughs> you know but the yogi he sees that commercial and he goes no mm. you know he, he he immediately rejects it knowing this, there's this is a lie there's no real happiness here. My real happiness is in my connection with God. I don't need this bullshit. Well, I sort of feel like I've got to that point where I recognize those things as bullshit. And like, I don't feel I get thrown around, but, but then I'm, I'm still in limbo land, you know? I haven't... Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah. that's no. exactly... I know exactly what you're saying. And I just... Um, thank you. <laughs> I just... Um, I'm still getting thrown around by something anyway. Yep. Yep. So we, we develop attachment to God, and the more we develop attachment to God, the less we get thrown around. Yeah. Because we get a, a, a higher taste, a, an inner happiness yeah. that, make, that gives us strength. Our, our strength is in the happiness of our connection with God. And um, so as this grows, then the material world has less and less pull on you. Mm. You see? That's why somebody, that's why the qualification of a spiritual master is one who's conquered over it. He's so satisfied within that he has no desire for material enjoyment. In other words, he doesn't get pulled. He doesn't get pulled by a beautiful girl walking down the street or by, um, you know, the, uh, you know, the possibility of having fame or something. Mm. He doesn't get pulled by that. Mm. You know, he's got, he, he, he does it to, to the self-satisfied yogi. It doesn't matter if he's living, uh, sh you know, penniless and shirtless and uh, with nothing but a loincloth, living in a cave, mm. or in a palace surrounded by all kinds of servants. His happiness is within. Mm. You see, his mm -hmm. his. So he's not he's not affected by the material world because mm -hmm. he's. He's experienced something that's beyond our comprehension. Is this the the a deep satisfaction within? Mm. You know, 
Mm -hmm. the, the thing that blows my mind whenever I go to see my spiritual master is how happy he is. Mm -hmm. It just, I'm, I mean, I can see, you know, all of us, we're just, we've got this mind and our our mind just bogs us down. We have these desires, we have, our minds, str we struggle with our mind and this and that. These people are free of their of the the mind's grip on them, so they're free. They're happy. They're liberated. Yeah. You know, they're 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 just joyful like that. You see? Yeah. So there are people that exist yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. You know. So. Um, I'm just in the car talking. Our with business. Christina. Our business is finding them. Yeah. In the car, right here at the front. Mm. So that's that's okay. That's 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 good for today, and just come back tomorrow or whatever. Gopala, Govinda Rama, Madana Mohana. Gopala Govinda Rama Madana Mohana Gopala
Oh, Pala, go in 